Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Folks, throw out everything you heard about the debate last night. I'm serious. Everything. Listen, it's just my opinion. Uh, You can disregard it if you'd like, but... And this isn't me um, trying to ingratiate myself with the Trump camp. I don't need to do that. And they don't expect me to do that or want me to do that. And I wouldn't allow myself to do that either. I'm telling you, there was a strategy that was executed last night by Donald Trump. Wasn't executed flawlessly, but was executed very well. And the cable commentary class, me included in that class, but the others, present company excluded, are missing it completely what happened last night. I gave you a little tease on Sean Hannity's show last night, but I think Trump executed this plan pretty darn well. And again, I think a lot of people missed it. I got that today. I'm hoping to get to the the just other tactical nuke dropped in the Spygate case yesterday. What we've told you the whole time, Hillary concocted the whole thing. (laughs) Breaking news, which you already knew, but now the evidence is overwhelming. Today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. Protect your online activity from prying eyeballs today. Get a VPN. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Go today. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Producer Joe, after last night, Joe was texting me last night uh, <laughs> during the show. So uh, <laughs> during the show, Don't tell the anybody. debate could have called it a show. Yeah. Interesting. Right, Joe? Don't you think? Dude, I, I stayed that up may be much understatement later than of the usual. Year. Yeah, it was fun. It was entertaining. Uh, boy, there were the expletives yeah. were flying in my text. Yeah. It was. Yeah. <laughs> it was no, I wild. know. I know. I saw them. I know. Joe's not like that either. Joe usually goes to bed at like four o'clock in the afternoon because he was a morning <laughs> yeah. radio guy forever. And yeah. Joe was texting me at like 1030 at night. I'm like, my gosh, that's my, that's like three o'clock in the morning for normal yeah. folks, you know? So uh, good job, Joe. We got a lot of video my for man. you today. I'm going to prove to you Trump did not lose this debate. No. I'm, I'm going to lay it all out. All right, let's get right to it. Today's show brought to you by our friends at Personal Defense Network. 2020's brought a lot of upheaval to our society. We know that. You now know how important it is to defend yourself, ladies and gentlemen. But you're no good defending yourself if you don't know how, you don't have the training, you don't have the skills. If you're not familiar with the Personal Defense Network, PDN is the world's largest collection of high-quality self-defense material on the internet. Uh, It's not even close. There's not even a second place here. From firearms to self-defense to home defense training, Personal Defense Network will come to your rescue quite literally. PDN's an educational community built by patriots like you provides vital, easy to understand tips, techniques, and tactics. The PDN team is the world's best instructors. They've been uh, delivering life-saving information for over 15 years. Learn how to keep you and yourself, your loved ones safe. All of PDN's contributors are active educators. They know what they're talking about. They teach life-saving skills to military personnel, law enforcement, people like you all around the world. Listen, guys, we know evil exists in the world. Stinks. And your last line of defense may be you. It's never too soon to be prepared. So type in go.personaldefensenetwork.com slash Bongino. And the discount will automatically apply at checkout. Go check out their videos, their training. It is absolutely spectacular because you're a listener of mine. Their premium membership will only be $3 for the first full year. You can't beat that. Normally sells for $69. PDN tells me it's one of the best deals ever. So go to go.personaldefensenetwork.com. Dot com slash Bongino and the discount will automatically apply at checkout. Remember this website, it's go.personaldefensenetwork.com slash Bongino. Go today, get educated on self-defense. All right, Joe, let's go. All right, throw out everything you heard, ladies and gentlemen. I'm telling you the commentary class is blowing this whole thing. The commentary during and after last night's debate, last night, even candidly from some of my friends who were Trump supporters this morning was, oh man, I think Trump lost. I said, you do? So I texted one of them back. I said, uh, you still vote for Trump? Oh, hell yeah. I like the way he went after him. 
Uh, so how, how did he? How did how did he lose? And I don't get it. You think he lost? Why? Because other people told you he lost. But when I ask you how he did, you liked his bombastic style, and you're still voting for him. So again, I'm unsure how he lost. I'm telling you, throw out every single thing you've heard. Trump won. I can prove it. How? Well, bottom line up front, ladies and gentlemen, Trump is a shark. He's a wolf. He's a grizzly bear. He's the Lion King, as I said last night. He's the apex predator when it comes to politics. (laughs) (laughs) He can be mean. He can be bombastic. He can't be controlled. Now, a lot of folks, again, friends of mine or Trump supporters email me and say, gosh, he seemed a little out of control last night. He was so forceful and his presence was just, I don't know, I think it was too much, which is ironic because that's the same thing I heard during the 2016 debate with Hillary Clinton. Oh my gosh, he was so rough on Hillary, threatening to lock her up. He also won an overwhelming electoral college landslide. What are you missing here? Trump and their team had a strategy last night. and The strategy was very clear. This is a base election. Stop. Gavel down. Stop. Does everybody understand what that means? Yeah, please explain. This is not a standard presidential election where you try to get your supporters to show up and then you try to convince enough independents to win. That's typical presidential politics, how that works. George W., George H.W., Reagan, get your Republicans to show up. Your four, say, Let's just say for round numbers, and it's roughly true, 40% of the population is going to vote Republican no matter what, 40% Democrat, right? You got 20% persuadables in the middle. That's your standard presidential election. You need to convince 11% of those persuadables to come over to your side while you still keep your 40%. Got it? Makes yeah. sense, right? Yeah, Simple man. math. Thank you. I'm going to need you here on Budsman Jokes. That's not this election and has never been Donald Trump. Okay. Do you really believe there are people after three years and what, 10 months of the Donald Trump presidency, do you really believe 10 or 20% of people still haven't made up their mind on Trump? I'll wait. Hold on. Okay. You're shaking your head going, no, you're right. Of course there aren't 20% of people. The election's over. People's decisions are already made. And the ones that haven't made their decision are so small that even if Trump loses all of them, the Trump team has made the calculation that if they turn out their 40% in numbers they've never seen before, that they can win without persuading almost anyone in the middle. Uh, Don't let me lose you here. Let's say in a standard presidential election, Remember my math, really simple stuff. 40% are yours, 40% of your opponents. You're trying to get the 20% in the middle, a majority of them to go for you. You win with 51%, right? But what if in a standard presidential election, your 40% of voters, you got me? The Republicans, 40%, Democrats, what if in a standard presidential election, only 50% of your 40% show up? But what if you are so loyal to your supporters and you're you're a grizzly bear? You don't you've given up on that. I'm not given up in the sense that forfeited. 
but you realize that the independents, you're not going to convince them anyway. What if you do so much to cater to your base, conservative judges, tax cuts, this bombastic style attack mode? What if you do it so well that your 40% shows up, but 80% of your 40% shows up rather than half in a standard presidential cycle? Do you even need the independence? And the answer is probably no. Now, what does this have to do with the debate last night? The Trump team clearly went in. So that's the Trump side saying, go for it, buddy. Lion King style. Hold up the little, what is it? The Lion King baby, a Simba Ruski, whatever. I never ever saw the Lion King. I only know that scene. Can you feel the love tonight? Elder Joe. There you go. It's, it's the Republican Party holding up Donald <laughs> Trump right there. They said, go for it. Lion King style. Lion King style. Because your base has to get fired up. And he did. So his side, successful? Yeah, pretty much. So much so that his own supporters are texting me going, gosh, I think he lost. Why? You don't like him? No, I loved it. I just think the media told me he lost. Okay, you're wrong. But think about the math on the other side now. So we know excitement for Joe Biden on the left, Joe, ranges from what? About zero to zero, zero point one percent? Yeah, somewhere. Somewhere. Uh, <laughs> Somewhere in that wide range. Yeah. Nobody on the left really cares about Joe Biden. They just hate Donald Trump. So what did Donald Trump do last night? Donald Trump knows the energy on the left, Joe, is where? Is it with the AOC crowd or is it with the standard rank and file kind of sort of Democrat? Well, Joe knows the energy is with the AOC far right. left crowd. That's where the energy is, right? It's where the money is. Right. That's where the primary votes are. And that's where the turnout is. Well, what did Trump get him to do last night, Biden? He got him to basically disavow oh. the left on almost every issue oh. outside of packing the courts. Oh, oh, everybody missed that. Oh, you didn't. You think that was an accident? Let's go to the videotape here. Interesting. And let's see exactly what Trump did last night to get Biden's 40 percent to show up at less than 50 percent of the 40 percent. Oh, 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 kind of like what they did to Hillary where 3 million Obama voters who voted for Obama didn't show up to vote for Hillary despite an increased population eight years later. Cable news people, cuckoo, they missed the whole thing. Let's go to video number one. Here is Trump again, alpha style, catering to his base, who loved it, and dismantling Biden's base, his lefty radicals, he needs to show up by getting Biden to kind of admit and say, hey, I fought against socialism, but the left loves socialism. You don't believe me? Watch Trump do it right here. This isn't a mistake. Your party that wants to go socialist medicine. My party is and me. socialist Right now, I am and the And they're going to dominate party. you, Joe. You know that. I am the Democratic Party right now. The platform of the Democratic Party Harris. is what I, in fact, approved of. What I approved of. You think that was a mistake? Listen, again, I'm not suggesting to you everything Donald Trump does is four-dimensional chess. I'm not. There are some times he just says things that he just says and doesn't have a plan for it, and it happens. But a lot of what Donald Trump and his team do is four-dimensional chess, and these idiots on the left in the cable commentary class, some of them fall for it like that. Donald Trump's campaign manager, Bill Stepien, is not stupid. They have figured out a long time ago that this is a base election. It is not 
Get your 40% and win the independence. It's done. There are no independents. You've made your decision about Donald Trump a long time ago. You just need right now to turn out every single Donald Trump voter possible. And the way you do it and get every single potential Biden voter to stay home if you can is by getting Biden to admit he's not a socialist on national television. You may say, ah, I'm not buying it, Dan. Okay, can we reverse the rules a minute? I know Joe's politics. I don't think Joe Mines putting him out there. He's putting him out there. Joe's know. a conservative like me. Yeah. Put yourself, let's switch the rules. Imagine Donald Trump last night. Joe Biden got Donald Trump to disavow the Tea Party, the Federalist Society, and conservative groups. Think about it for a minute. Oh, dude. Huh? What Come would on. happen? Yeah. Every Republican out there would be on Twitter going, screw this guy. I'm done. I've had enough of him. I'm sitting this one out. But when Trump gets Biden to do it on TV last night, while being the apex predator, the top of the totem pole, the very height of the food chain, everybody goes, oh, man, he was out of control. What was he doing? It was so crazy. What he was doing was perfectly calculated. He got Biden to disavow his whole base last night. You think this was a mistake? By the way, this came up. I'm going to show you multiple. It's not just one time. I'm going to show you multiple videos. Here's another video of Trump doing exactly what I'm telling you during the debate and telling Biden he's doing it. You just lost the left. Here's the deal. The fact is that everything he's saying so far is simply a lie. I'm not here to call out his lies. Everybody knows he's a liar. But you I just agree. want to make sure. Tell you the liar. I, 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 I want to make sure. You graduated last in your class, I, not I, first in your I, class. I, I want to make Mr. sure. Mr. President, can you let him finish, sir? No, he doesn't know how to do that. He has, You'd you know, surprised. you, you picked the ahead, wrong Joe. guy, oh, the wrong night oh. at the wrong time. Listen, you agreed with Here's Bernie Sanders to the manifesto. The whole idea, let, let him, there is no manifesto, number Please one. Please let him speak, Mr. Number President. Number two. You just lost the left. Number two. I, I, you just lost the left. You agreed with Bernie Sanders on a plan how, uh, folks, absolutely folks, agreed to. Folks, do you have any idea what this clown's doing? you have any? How did everybody miss this? I'm serious. I'm not trying to be like the Stygian witches here from Clash of the Titans. Give me the eye. I'm just telling you if you're what may, maybe it's because I ran for office and lost. So I honestly, hey, I got pretty good at lose. I lost three times, almost won one. But you know what doesn't work? You move on, you do other things. You get off your butt and you find other things to do. The fight's here now, not over there. But when you run and you lose, you learn what works and what doesn't. And when you run, in a, as a massive underdog, and you almost win to have it slip out of your fingers, you really learn what works and what doesn't. Trump has figured out it's a base election. Find Trump supporters and get them to vote and get people who could be Biden supporters to no longer be Biden supporters. Forget the independence. And I'm not saying that in a mean way. If they want to vote Trump, he'll take them. He is not catering to people. He's not going to change. And his campaign manager has clearly figured this out. Trump is Trump. You're either with him or you're not. The goal now is to turn out every Trump is Trump voter and to get everyone suspicious of Biden, even more suspicious of Biden. He just said it. You lost the left. You lost the left. He's signaling to Sanders supporters that this guy's a fraud. This guy telling you, oh, he's with you. I'm with Bernie and AOC, which Biden does all the time. He's lying. 
And then he's signaling to moderates through their use of social media and their own and the Biden website, which I'll show you later. They're signaling to moderates that he's lying to you too, Biden. He's telling Sanders and AOC one thing, Biden, and moderate Democrats another thing, and both of those things can't be true. And Trump is exposing him beautifully. Was it flawless? Was it perfect? No. Probably a few interruptions I would have passed on. But I'm very sorry if you fell for the media hackery. Oh my gosh, Trump lost. What a disaster. I even had Trump supporters texting me. This is a total blank show. It rhymes with pit. It is, I said. Again, I'll ask you again. Are you not voting for Trump now? No, no, I'm voting for him. So how was it a pit show? You just missed it. Yeah. I'm sorry. I think now I think I missed it because of the the uh, theatrics and the back and forth. It was, and, and yes, yeah. it, well, that's where yes, I, that's it was why a I little. I missed it. Yeah. And I attribute a lot of that to Chris Wallace, who frankly should have just let them go at uh -huh. it. Wallace, I'm very sorry, did not do a very good job. He should have just let them go at that point. Stop making yourself. He interrupted Trump 76 times and Biden 15 oh. times. So you're right. A lot of people got distracted by yeah. that. But I said this during my, I do these little previews on Parler before the show. You get a little sneak peek. Folks, this is not a tea and crumpets match. This is not a reality show. It's not a, who would you like to have Entenmann's coffee cake with an Asanka? That's not what this is about. It's about winning an election and winning an election is about getting votes and getting votes is a numbers game. And they executed a strategy last night, not perfectly, but very well to make sure Biden's numbers game is worse and Trump's numbers game is better. I'm going to show you, I've got a, my second sponsor here, but I'm going to show you this video here to prove to you again, because folks, we always produce evidence on this show. That if Biden won and Trump did such damage to his campaign last night, like the media is telling you, even Trump supporters texting me, then why is the media now so eager to make debate two and three go away? Oh. I'm, I'm confused. Someone oh. un, I want to unconfuse me, Joe Pesci style here. Um, if Biden won, why are lefty media hacks desperate to make all future debates go away? I'm just asking. Don't worry, I've got the evidence there too. Let me get to my second sponsor. Today's show brought to you by GenuCell. GenuCell's pulled up my jawline, tightened up my neckline, and completely gotten rid of leathery-looking skin from years of sun damage. Now, when I look in the mirror, I see a happier, younger, more glowing version of myself. Who was that? My wife? Could be. She loves it. But that was Maria from New Hope, Pennsylvania, talking about how GenuCell has changed her life, how she looks and how she feels. My mother-in-law loves it, too, by the way. Now it's your turn to see the transformative results for yourself. Guaranteed or your money back. That's where the big surprise comes, ladies and gentlemen. For a limited time, all customers will get the new GenuCell Crepey Skin Repair, the essential tool to repair damaged summer skin. Big problem down here in Florida. Heavy sun. Packed with copper peptides and MDL technology, GenuCell's Crepey Skin Repair visibly erases crepey and unsightly signs of aging on your chin and neck. Here's what you do. Go to GenuCell. Com and enter my special discount code DAN40. That's DAN40 at checkout. Order the GenuCell jawline treatment now and get the new crepey skin repair free. And for results in minutes, the GenuCell immediate effects is also free. Visit GenuCell.com, G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com. That's GenuCell.com. Use special discount code DAN40 at checkout. All right.
So proving my point, if these media folks who are leftists, they're activists, they're working full time for the left. If my point is is wrong and that Biden just smoked out Trump last night, it was embarrassing, was a disaster, was a pit show. Then why are the leftist media hacks so eager to make debate two and three go away? Oh, uh, uh, you, you think I'm making that up? Hat tip the great Tom Elliott at Grabian. Here is a supercut of leftists in the media basically throwing out a dog whistle that Biden shouldn't show up for the next two debates. Check this out. So uh, very simple question. After what went down this evening, do you think Joe Biden should participate in a second or third debate? Should the next two debates go on as scheduled? I wouldn't be surprised, by the way, if this is the last presidential debate should there be other debates are we really going to repeat this are we going to have another two of of these i think we have to hear from the presidential commission on debates tomorrow We, we 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 can't do two more of these why are we bothering a with a discussion of the rules of format of time limits of uh moderators at all when we have just seen what is going to happen? You know, folks, I'm all about evidence. You know, evidence is my thing. It was my prior line of work. To prosecute a case, you need evidence. Opinion, conjecture is nice. It can lead you to evidence, but it, you know, opinions aren't evidence unless they're backed up by facts. Right. If what I'm telling you again is wrong and Trump got annihilated last night, it's all over. His strategy was stupid. It was so terrible. It was a disaster then why is the leftist media so eager to make the next two debates go away? The answer is because, and the Biden team is saying they're going to show up, but because they know, the media, that what happened last night was a disaster for Joe Biden, not Donald Trump. He couldn't answer a question. He lost his his marbles. Now, let me move on because I've got a lot more. So this isn't just it. But you understand the strategy now. Good. So we yeah. can put that baby to bed, tuck her in, give her the binky or whatever, binky time. The strategy was rile up my base, go Lion King Apex Predator style, get more of my people to show up. Well, independence will worry about another time and get Biden's base to realize he's lying to both sides. That Biden's telling one side he's not a socialist and telling the socialist he's a socialist. Worked beautifully. Don't ever forget the line last night. The takeaway is you lost the left from Donald Trump. We'll see how that strategy works November 3rd. What did I warn you yesterday? I never play clips of myself because it's super dorky. (laughs) Once in a while I do, but it's very rare because the dork factor is high. But I did warn you yesterday on my show. Matter of fact, I think the show is titled like the one thing that could change everything. What was the show titled yesterday? You remember, Paula? I can't remember because it was a cool title. I thought of it myself. Gosh, that sounded really egomaniacal. This could be a deal breaker in the debate tonight. That was the title of the show. I had to go to my account there and check it out. What did I say the deal breaker would be? I said to you, Joe Biden, if he loses his temper, is going to be a real disaster because Joe Biden is running as what? You know, what are the most damaging political narratives, folks? The damaging political narratives are only damaging if they change a pre-existing view you had of who the candidate was, right? Why did the all that stuff with Donald Trump and the women and all that, why didn't it damage Donald Trump? He won. Why didn't it damage him? Why wasn't it catastrophic, whereas it would have been other candidates? 
because there was nothing new there. Donald Trump had openly spoken about his, you know, playboy past on Howard Stern. There was nothing new. It was, there was nothing in the narrative that conflicted with what people had already baked into the cake. You dig? Yep. Why did I warn you yesterday and call, we called it again, not patting ourselves on the back. I'm just, I don't want you to think you're wasting your time here. I told you at some point Joe Biden was going to lose his temper because I've heard from sources his temper is getting volcanic as his cognitive decline continues. Well, Biden did lose his temper last night. Now, doubling down, why is that a damaging political narrative? Because Joe Biden's running as the calming influence, the change guy. Trump's the chaos agent. Trump is a maniac. He's out of control. When in reality, the only person who got super personal last night and lost control wasn't Donald Trump. It was Joey Boombats, Joey Biden. Don't believe me? Here's more evidence. Joe Biden was going to lose his temper and in fact did. Check this out. We're ending the filibuster or... Packing the court. Whatever position I take on that, that'll become the issue. The issue is the American people should speak. You should go out and vote. You're in voting now. Vote and let your senators know how strongly you feel. Let vote now. Make sure you, in fact, let people know your senator. I'm not going to answer the question because because the question is the question is the question left. Will you shut up, man? Listen, who is on your list, Joe? (laughs) Told you. Now, it's Biden. Jeez. I mean, this is hilarious. Biden's the one telling Trump he's not presidential. Yeah. Biden called him a clown, a racist, told him to shut up. Not Trump. Right. Wasn't the other way around. Right. Again, what are the most damaging political narratives? They change a pre-existing thought or a pre-existing line of inquiry you want to go down. And that line for Biden is, listen, folks, if you're questioning me, I'm the serious guy. Trump's the chaos candidate. Really? You were the only one who lost it last night. Telling the guy to shut up. You wouldn't. And by the way, I didn't even get. There's so many damaging moments for Biden. That's why the media doesn't want another debate. It's hard to remember them all. I had to limit it because it's an hour, an hour and 10 minute show. He wouldn't even answer the question about packing the courts. That's the one time. The one time where I think Biden, follow me here, caught on to Trump's strategy, trying to create a chasm between Biden and the far left, which Trump successfully did. Remember, you lost the left. That's the key takeaway Trump tells Biden during the interview. I think at some point Biden catches on to this, figures out with the pack the court question, which the radical left wants to do. They want to add members to the Supreme Court, which would destroy the country. I think he catches on Biden at this point and therefore says, I'm not answering that question and loses his patience because he knows what Trump's what Trump's doing and says, man, will you just shut up, man? Fake tough guy, Joe Biden. Let's do pushups. I'll take him out the back. Yeah, whatever, dude. Want to see the Trump strategy again? Am I beating this uh, this dead horse? No. Uh, All right, no. Dude, you want to no. see it again? Paul, yeah. Thank you, Joe. You, Paul and Joe both agree. I, so I'm assuming I, I the like audience this, will yeah. go too. Let's see it again in action where Trump knows Biden's lied to the left telling that Biden tells the left he's a socialist and he's going to support their Green New Deal socialism. And then he tells the moderate Democrats, no, no, don't pay attention to those socialists. I'm not one of them. Trump knows this. So again, his goal is to make Biden lie to both sides last night or disavow both sides, which he did beautifully. Watch this cut about what he does here to separate Biden from the Green New Deal lunatics when Trump already knows Biden's on the record 
supporting a Green New Deal. This is just genius. Watch this. Economy, I mean, the Green New Deal the, and the, the idea of what, what the, your the environmental changes deal, will do. The Green New Deal will pay for itself as we move forward. We're not going to build plants that, in fact, are great polluting plants. Do you We're support the Green New Deal? Pardon me? You support? No, I don't support the Green oh, New Deal. Oh, you don't? Oh, well, that's a big statement. I support that means you the, just the radical left. I, su- I support oh, the don't. Biden plan. You see it? Yeah. I don't support the Green New Deal, says Biden. What does Trump do? Immediately jumps in. Oh, 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 that's a big statement. There is not a moment in the debate that's been misread more than this. I've seen a bunch of supposedly smart conservative commentators say, why did Trump do that? He's going to make Biden look like a moderate now that Biden's come out and said he doesn't support the Green New Deal. You tr- please tell me you're tracking that. I get it how some people would fall for that. Mm-hmm. That's not what Trump was doing. Trump already knows Biden's on the record about the Green New Deal supporting it. So he gets him in front of 80 plus million people to admit he's a liar. Again, you just lost the left. Chasm, Biden, the left, Biden, the left, chasm, wider. Eh, eh, should I vote? Eh, eh, I don't know. I don't like this guy so much anymore. Put yourself in Biden's shoes if you were a conservative. Imagine getting Donald Trump to disavow the tax cuts he signed into law. You'd be like, wait, what? I'm not voting for this guy. But what? Because Trump got Biden to do it? You missed it? You may say, Dan, what proof do you have that Biden's already on the record supporting the Green New Deal? Trump got him to say he wasn't supporting in front of 80 million people. Gee, I don't know Biden's own website. Uh, This is from uh, JoeBiden.com. You can look it up yourself, folks. I did the homework, though. Don't worry about it. From Biden, uh, JoeBiden.com. Joe Biden believes the Green New Deal is a crucial framework for meeting the climate challenges we face. It powerfully captures two basic truths. Again, explain to me how Trump lost that exchange. Oh, my gosh. You're allowing Biden to paint himself as a moderate. Really? Because... That's not exactly what he has on his website or what he told the radical leftist AOC lunatics that have hijacked his party that he needs. He needs to go vote for him. He told them the opposite. So now Trump exposed him as a liar in front of the largest swath of Democrat voters, the radical lunatics. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. Let me show you a quick poll again, in case you think I'm crazy here. And that, nah, man, Dan, this is just you. You're the only one who thinks Trump walked away with the uh, WWE heavyweight belt last night. Am I? Because this is a fascinating poll they did on Telemundo. Yeah, Telemundo, Spanish-speaking channel. Media told you Biden won, right? It was a disaster for Trump. Total disaster. Oh, my gosh. Pearl clutching everywhere. (gasps) Here's a poll from Telemundo. That says the exact opposite. Screenshot there. Who won the debate? Trump, 66%. Biden, 34%. Tell me again how it's Dan Bongino crazy time. You just lost the left. Biden alienates his core supporters and the radical left on national television. 
the media panics. They don't want a second or third debate. And a Telemundo poll has nearly two out of three people saying Donald Trump won on Telemundo. But yes, today, some of my own friends are texting me. They've been told by the media, the same media told you collusion was real, by the way, that Trump lost and they're worried and they buy it. Guys, ladies, my friends who have my number, I love you, but don't text me that. It's, I'm sorry you fell for it. I had one friend text Paul this morning, love her to death. Oh my gosh, this was horrible. Trump wouldn't disavow white supremacists. Oh, you fell for that too? I'll follow the same time. I'm going to get to this. I got another sponsor here to get to, but you fell for that too. So you fell for the Trump lost the debate Despite the fact that Trump did everything he came in to do, did it better, got Biden to disavow his and the media thinks this was a disaster. And you think Trump wouldn't disavow white supremacists. So I ask you a simple question like I had uh, asked the woman this morning. I said, do you think Trump is a racist, a bigot, or a white supremacist? No, I don't. So what you're telling me is you fell for another media stunt last night. Ah, uh, 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 yeah, that's exactly what you're telling me. <sighs> I got the proof there too. Don't worry. I'm not going to waste your time. All right, folks, let me get to my third sponsor. The good folks at Omaha Steaks. I'm really hungry. You know, I love this spot. I love Omaha Steaks, but I can never get through this spot without my mouth watering because I start thinking about their burgers. Their steak is obviously terrific too, but the burgers are like become, I don't know what's one or two anymore. My wife makes the steaks and the burgers. I have a tough time on the plate. I'm like... It's like that Giphy with the red buttons. You don't know which one to press. Right now, you get a gourmet assortment of bestsellers with an exclusive offer for my listeners from Omaha Steaks. Here's what you do. Go to omahasteaks.com. Enter the code Bongino into the search bar. And for this week, Omaha Steaks will add two pounds of premium ground beef free with your order. Their ground beef is spectacular. Paula makes these empanadas with them. I can't. I can't even do that. It's, it's lunchtime. It's just no good for now. This ad kills me because I start thinking about their food. Sometimes, tell them about your meat sauce. You want to tell them about your meat sauce there? The meat sauce you make. Sometimes I don't even eat the pasta. I just eat the, right? In the bowl, I just eat the meat sauce with their ground beef. This is how good Omaha is. My favorite is their Butcher's Best Seller Package. What does it include? Their famous bacon-wrapped filet mignon. Smoky sweet bacon. Fork-tender filet mignon. Absolutely delicious. What do you do to get this today? Go to omahasteaks.com. Don't wait. Go to the search bar. You'll see it there and enter Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O in the search bar. You'll get exclusive offers not available anywhere else. And don't forget when you order today, Omaha Steaks will add two pounds of premium ground beef free. You want to make burgers? Go right ahead. They'll be the best of your life. Meat sauce, empanadas, whatever you want to do. Absolutely spectacular. Sometimes there's another trick. You want to know another Dan Bongino Omaha Steaks trick with their ground beef? My wife makes white rice, cooks up the ground beef, Mashes it up, throws it in the white rice. Oh, 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 I could eat that all day. You like that? She's going to make, let's do it. We haven't had that in a long time. Omaha Steak's been bringing people together for over 100 years. Enjoy family, enjoy friends, enjoy the best steak of your life today. OmahaSteaks.com, enter promo code Bongino in the search bar. I think you can tell I like Omaha Steaks. I'm a food guy. All right. Okay, so I just realized I skipped the segment on Antifa. I don't want to skip either. This one's a quick one, though. You caught that? I know. She caught that in the background there. I, I wanted to get to that Telemundo poll because it's so, it, it just proves your point. Oh my gosh, Trump lost the media. Ask people in the real world, did Trump win? Two out of three people. Oh yeah, he won. 
Here was a, another devastating moment for Biden before we get to the um, folks who fell for the white supremacist stunt that got pulled yesterday. Here's Biden on Antifa. Um, apparently, Biden thinks Antifa is like a conspiracy theory. You, you know what I mean? It's so stupid. Look at this just total numbskull. Check this out. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Somebody's got to do something about Antifa and the left, because this is not a right-wing problem. This is, this is a left-wing problem. This is a left-wing problem. White supremacist. Antifa's an idea, not an organization. Oh, you got it. Not malicious. That's what his FBI his okay. FBI director Gentlemen, said. Well, we're then gonna, you know what? No, no, that we're, done, we're done, sir. Everybody, we're moving on to the next. We're moving on. Okay, uh, Joe Biden must have missed this video of Antifa, the idea, um, murdering someone on the streets of Portland. Um, you may want to check this one out, Joe. Oh, oh, hey, hey, we got Tough to watch, huh? Now, to be clear, ideas do kill people. Socialism kills hundreds of millions, but it's actually people who pull the trigger. And when those people who pull the trigger say, I am Antifa, maybe Joe Biden should listen. But he can't because he's a numbskull. And again, I think he caught on halfway through the debate to the tactic, and now he's trying to backtrack to cater to his leftist lunatics, realizing he went down a rabbit hole and Trump played him like a Stradivarius. All right. Getting ahead of the next Trump is a racist fairy tale, which uh, really, folks, I'm not kidding. I, I, as my friends and listeners, I've corresponded with a lot of you, you know, via communication channels on social media and elsewhere. I can't take it anymore. Listen, I'm just going to ask you a simple question. It's a very simple question, because again, I'm getting this from Trump supporters this morning who fell for the dopey white supremacist hoax last night. Again, this is like the 5,000th Trump is a white supremacist hoax. Very simple question, and we can put all this to bed. Do you believe Trump is a grand wizard in the Ku Klux Klan, that he's a bigoted, misogynistic, racist, xenophobe? If you do, and you bought that hoax, I'm so he's not your guy. Okay, I wouldn't vote for him either if I believe that, right? Who'd want to vote for a white supremacist, xenophobic, racist? Well, who would? The answer is nobody. Right. If you believe that, stop texting me because you fell for it because nobody believed that. Nobody even said that or hinted that before Trump ran as a Republican, meaning it's probably fake. So last night, this happened again. He was asked a question for the... I mean, I can't even tell. Will you disavow David Duke? Trump's like, yes, I will disavow. When the Charlottesville thing happened, I completely condemn the white supremacists. None of this is good enough because the media wants you to believe Trump's a white supremacist. If you're dumb enough to fall for that, he's not your guy. Don't vote then because you're not smart enough to process information. I'm very sorry. Because it's starting again today. With even conservative people. Oh my gosh, he fumbled the white supremacist court. Did he? Let's look at this article at Breitbart. Be in the show notes today. Read it. Bongino.com slash newsletter is how you access the show notes. Fact check. The transcript of the debate shows Trump agreed to condemn, condemn white supremacists. Standby followed Wallace's prompt. Talking about the Proud Boys. Want to read the actual transcript or the takeaways? And You know what? Forget the transcript. We'll play the video. 
Here's from the Breitbart. Here's the actual takeaways from those of you who've been told this morning that Trump fumbled the white supremacy question. Again, you believe he's a white supremacist? No, I don't believe it. Then why are you bringing this up? Breitbart, three things are clear from the transcript below. And we'll play the, we'll play the video in a second. Chris Wallace refused to accept sure for an answer about this white supremacist condemnation question and demanded Trump condemn extremists on stage. He only demanded Trump do that, by the way. Wallace is the one who introduced the stand-down language, not Trump, who was doing what he was asked, condemn white supremacists. Trump's answer was sure. Biden is the one who demanded Trump condemn the Proud Boys, a right-wing group, and Trump complied. Four, Biden refused to condemn Antifa, saying it was, quote, an idea, not an organization. Wallace then tried to end the argument. Want to see the exchange again? Pay very close attention when he's asked to condemn white supremacists to exactly what Donald Trump says. And tell me again how you got snookered into another media narrative about how Trump is a grand wizard in the Ku Klux Klan. This is just really stupid now, folks. Really, really stupid. Play the video. Are you willing tonight to condemn white supremacists and militia groups and to say that they need to stand down and not add to the violence in a number of these cities, as we saw in Kenosha and as we've seen in Portland. Sure, Are you I'm prepared to, to do specifically that, do it? Well, I, go would ahead, say, I would say almost everything I see is from the left wing, not from the right so wing. So what, what, what are you saying? I'm, I'm willing to do anything. I want to see well, peace. Then do it, sir. Say I'm, it. Do it. Say it. You want to call them? What do you want to call them? Give me a name. Give me a white name. Supremacists and would right you like me to condemn? White Proud supremacists Ooh. and right supremacists. Stand back and stand by. But I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, somebody's got to do something about Antifa and the left, because this is not a right wing problem. This is a left wing. Again, I'm just really, really sorry for all the conservative virtue signaling talking head suckers out there who are tweeting. Oh, my gosh. Trump blew it on the white supremacist question. How, How exactly did he do that? Do you want to condemn white supremacists? Sure. Give me a name to condemn them with. You know why Trump said that? Because no matter what he says, the media will run with the narrative that he didn't condemn white supremacists and you fell for it. Not you and my audience. Some of these you know, virtue signaling, highbrow conservative, he fumbled. He did not fumble anything. He has said repeatedly, I completely condemn the white supremacy as everybody should. Any form of racial discrimination based on skin color is obviously a scourge and cancer on our society. Obviously. What else do you want the guy to say? I'm very sorry if you fell for this. I got annoyed at one of my friends this morning over this. Not the guy. Not you. Another guy who, whatever. Can't believe it. He blew it. All right. I got a lot to get to, too. I know we're late in the show, but I got one more sponsor. And folks, there were some. I mean, I don't even know what to tell you. If you've been watching my show three years, again, everything I've told you about the whole Spygate, Clinton, Obama, Obamagate scandal, it all just came true yesterday. So I'm going to get through some of this. I may have to cover it again tomorrow, but I don't want to leave you out there, uh, you know, uh, just dangling. I'm going to, I'll get to this. You're going to like this segment. Don't go anywhere, please. This may be the most important segment of the show. Our last sponsor today is Helix Sleep. 
Helix Sleep makes personalized mattresses right here in America. Shipped straight to your door, free, no contact delivery, free returns, and a 100-night sleep trial. To choose a mattress, Helix made a quiz that takes just two minutes to complete and matches your body type and sleep preferences to the perfect mattress for you. You like a mattress that's soft or firm? You sleep on your side like me, your back or your stomach? You one of those hot sleepers? You're always hot? With Helix, there's a specific mattress for each and everybody's unique taste. Don't get a mattress made for someone else. I took the quiz. You know what I was matched to? A Midnight Lux Helix mattress. We love it. It's like sleeping on a cloud. It's the only mattress I want to sleep on. I sleep on my side. That's why it's perfect for me. I love Helix, but you don't need to take my word for it. Helix was awarded, was awarded the number one best overall mattress pick of 2020. It's the number one mattress in the Bongino house. It was awarded that by GQ Wired Magazine Apartment Therapy. Just go to helixsleep.com slash Dan. Don't wait. Take their two-minute sleep quiz, and they'll match you to a customized mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. Stop sleeping on a crappy mattress. You get yourself a new one. Get a really good one. You're stuck for eight hours there. You sleep. You might as well be comfortable. Right now, Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders for our listeners. Get the best mattress out there. Go to helixsleep.com slash Dan for up to $200 off your mattress order. Great prices too. Helix also offers exclusive discounts for military, first responders, teachers, and students. Check out their website for more information. Helix, H-E-L-I-X, sleep.com slash Dan. Go today. All right. So lost in all the hysteria and hubbub yesterday around the debate, John Ratcliffe, who is our current director of national intelligence and a very good man, has declassified some more information and released a letter yesterday that I don't know how to describe it. I'm, I'm losing words for this stuff. A tactical nuke, a bombshell. I don't know. Here's the letter. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but it has three critical takeaways, which I'll sum up in a sentence each, and then I'll translate for you. You can read this on the screen if you want to go to watch on video, rumble.com slash Bongino to watch the video version of the show. Takeaway number one. The Russians knew about Hillary Clinton's plan to invent the collusion hoax. Wait, what? Huh? Takeaway number two, the deuce. CIA Director John Brennan briefed Obama that the Russians knew about Hillary's plan to tar Trump with the Russian collusion hoax and briefed Obama, oh, July 26th. He did, of 2016. Sounds like a show I did a few weeks ago about an op-ed about John Brennan. Oh, some of you are putting that together right now. <laughs> so the Russians knew about the collusion hoax. Brennan knew about the collusion hoax. Obama knew about the collusion hoax. What's takeaway number three? The U.S. intel community warned the FBI that Hillary was doing the Russian collusion hoax. It was her idea that the Russians knew about it as well. And they knew it was a distraction to get people away from the email scandal. Hillary was enmeshed. Gush. Sounds like a show we did 62,422 times over the last three years. What did I tell you? Weird. The collusion hoax was weird, isn't it? Yeah. Was always invented in Hillary Clinton's head with her political advisors to distract you from her email scandal. It was always what much my golden rule of the collusion hoax that Trump colluded with the Russians to win the election. It was always made up. It's a hundred percent fake news. And the information was attached to real people to make the fake information seem real. I trust Joe. I've known him a long time. If someone wanted to get me to believe something that was not true, they'd probably tell Joe, hey, Joe, convince Dan that the sky is purple, not blue. Yeah. 
And I'd be like, gosh, is Joe crazy? This guy really is, but maybe I'm nuts. You know what he's telling you is fake, but because it's from a trusted source, you start to believe him. Folks, does it get any better than this? I don't understand. The director of national intelligence just told you yesterday that the whole collusion hoax was made up by Hillary and the Russians knew about it. And so did Obama. Where was that on the evening news? I'm just checking. It didn't even make the main story on some channels we like. Am I missing this? Like, I'm serious for a minute. Am I making, you, you can read the memo, by the way. Am I missing this? So we've been told trust, uh, that Trump is a traitor, a treasonous lurch who sold out the United States to Putin for four years by the media. And now we find out, oh, yeah, by the way, sorry, it was all fake. Hillary made it up. Obama knew. And the FBI knew about it, too, because it was a distraction. Oh, maybe you want to cover that. But there's some basic facts people are leaving out of the story. So I, by the way, Comey is testifying today. So we'll have coverage of that tomorrow. Lying hack Jim Comey. Totally disgraced. Worst director in FBI history. We'll have that tomorrow. Don't miss that show. But I thought, I deliberated on this. I said, how do I cover this today without confusing people? Because Paula always keeps me grounded. And, uh, you know, she said to me yesterday, she's like, just make it make sense. Don't confuse people too much. So here's the best way to do this. You can avoid an assertion, right? But you can't avoid a question. You ask someone a question, they can't avoid it. You make an assertion to them, they can disregard it. So the best way to cover this is, how would you do it? If Joe Armacost was going to set up his political opponent and Joe was running for president and make up a fake story about him colluding with the Russians, how would you do it? Well, the first thing I would do, Joe, tell me if I'm wrong, uh, Okay, is I would get a campaign flack, a loser with no integrity, to go on national television and do a trial balloon, right? Armacost campaign flack. He's running against Tony Bag of Donuts. Tony colluded with the Russians. Joe's probably not going to say it. He's going to get one of his campaign flacks with zero dignity to go out and float it, to see how it, you know, give it a test run, right, Joe? Make sure he doesn't get Mm -hmm. laughed at. Yeah. Make sense? Yeah. You'd say there's no way that happened. Yeah. Uh, Okay, let's go to uh, late July. I think it's July 24th. Wow, that's really weird. A couple days before the briefing of Brennan and Obama about Hillary. That's really strange. Here's Hillary's campaign flack. On national cable television, the first time we hear about this Russian collusion thing, they just made up weird how it happened at the exact same time Obama got wind of this. Check this out. What's disturbing to us is that we uh, experts are telling us that uh, Russian state actors broke into the DNC, stole these emails, and uh, other experts are now saying that they are the Russians are releasing these emails for the purpose of actually helping Donald Trump. I don't think it's coincidental that these emails were released uh, on the eve of our convention. Again, if you were going to invent the collusion hoax, what would be step one? Tell everybody about the collusion hoax and use your campaign flack to do it. Everybody was like, oh my gosh, did Robbie Mook, Clinton, you know, phony, fraud, loser, did he just go on national television and tell people Trump is colluding with the Russians about Hillary's hacked emails, the distraction? Oh yeah, he did. And instead of the media being critical about it and saying, do you have any actual evidence of that? They just let it go. So again, how would you foster a collusion hoax? Step one, get your hack to go out and do it. Well, what would be step two? 
sooner or later, you're going to have to provide some dreaded air quotes here, folks, evidence of the collusion that doesn't exist. You have to provide something. The media is going to ask you some question, even though they're frauds. So how about getting a foreigner friendly to the Clinton Foundation and the Clintons overseas? How about getting a foreigner to pitch a tip to the FBI that someone on the Clinton, excuse me, the Trump team told you something about Russians or dirt and Hillary? Now, keep in mind, July 26th is the date we now have from Ratcliffe that that Obama finds out about Hillary's scheme to invent this collusion hoax. Now, you would think Obama would have shut this down, right? Remember the Ratcliffe letter. Don't lose what we're doing here. The Ratcliffe letter states specifically the CIA director, John Brennan, tells Obama, hey, Hillary's going to make up this collusion hoax. The Russians know about it. You would think Obama, as a responsible human being, would have shut it down. No, no, they were in on the whole thing. How do I know that? Because they let Mook go on TV and say it two days before they were about to launch this hoax. They knew about it. And then look at what happens on July 26th. They get someone to play ball with them from overseas. Here's the Canberra Times, an Australian newspaper for the liberals. That's where Canberra is. For the Republicans, I'm sorry to have to repeat that. Downer Russia tip sparked the FBI Trump probe. Pete Mitchell, Canberra Times. Let's take a screenshot from that piece and let's see what date this friendly foreigner tip they needed came in. Oh, July 26th. Oh, oh, same day Obama finds out about it. It says, quote, the Horowitz report details how Mr. Alexander Downer sat on this information about this Papadopoulos giving him information about, you know, Russia and Hillary and stuff until July 26th, four days after WikiLeaks publicly released hacked emails from the Democratic Convention. So if you're Obama in the Oval Office and you've been told by your CIA director, Hillary's going to make up a story about Russian collusion and you're in on it, Obama, because you want this story to go forward. Again, you let their campaign flax float it. Then you make sure through your CIA and others that a foreigner says, hey, I met with one of these Trump guys. This collusion thing, he could be real, you know. Conveniently, the tip comes in on the same day, July 26th, as Obama finds out. But just weird, a coincidence. I'm sure. So step one, campaign flack makes announcement. Step two, get friendly foreigner on board with a tip. Step three, I would pay a former spy who worked the Russia desk to write a report saying that Trump's colluding with the Russians, which would appear right after I was told in the Oval Office on July 26th that Trump's colluding with the Russians and we're going to make it up. That didn't happen. Oh, here it is. Here's dossier number 95 by Christopher Steele, a paid foreign spy who used to work the Russian decks for UK intelligence. You can read through it if you'd like. I have it highlighted. Hat tip, the great Hans Monkey, by the way, who has great stuff on there. That's where I get some of these screenshots from. You can read Christopher Steele's report number 95, which clearly lays out a made-up, fabricated scheme between Donald Trump and the Russians to get Hillary's emails and throw the election. What's the problem about report 95? Um, It's made up and it's all false. But again, if you're in the Oval Office on July 26th and you're figuring out right then and there that Hillary's going to hatch this fake collusion hoax, 
You need evidence. Even if you have to make it up. Well, Dan, how do you know Report 95, which is the first time we hear about the collusion hoax they made up in the Oval Office and with Hillary. How do you know that happened at the same time, July 26, 2016, that Obama found out? Um, I just read it in the IG report, which is right here. Report number 95. According to Steele in his reports, report 80s dated June 20th, report 95 dated July 28th, 2016. Wow, that's really weird. Gosh, Joe, that's just a crazy coincidence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Two days after Obama and Hillary and Brennan hatched this plot to fabricate the collusion hoax, a foreign spy says collusion's real. He makes up a report just two days later after a foreigner just magically emerges and says, yeah, I was talking to Papadopoulos. This collusion, I don't know. Collusion, they could be real we, emails. We could, I don't know. I don't know. So what else would you do? Get a flak to float it? A friendly foreigner to vent a tip? Write a fake report from a spy saying collusion's real. We have the proof. Date it just two days after you invent this scheme. What would you do right after you invented this scheme, got people to write about it, got the media to pick up on it, and had a fake dossier written about it? I know what I would do. As the president of the United States, I would put out a presidential policy directive on cybersecurity because I'm so worried about the hack and the Russians that just happened to make it look like this is so serious, I've got to do something. There's no way that happened. Well, let's check out Presidential Policy Directive 41, <laughs> U.S. Cyber Incident Coordination by Barack Obama. Quote, on July 26, 2016, President Barack Obama signed Presidential Policy Directive 41, where they go on to explain about the DNC hack and everything else. Wow. That's just a really insane coinky dink, isn't it? Holy cow. The downer tip huh. comes from overseas. It just magically appears on July 26th. That's not even true. They had it since May. Yeah, yeah. Obama finds out about Hillary's little scheme. Make up the collusion hoax. They find out the Russians know about the collusion hoax. They find out it's a distraction. All of a sudden, made up evidence starts appearing anywhere. And magically, Barack Obama releases presidential protect presidential policy directive. Sorry, my Secret Service days are coming. PPD, that's what that stood for. Presidential Protective Division in the Secret Service. Presidential policy directive 41, which says, this is so serious. I'm putting a policy directive out to combat the hack that we can't prove happened, that Trump had nothing to do with, but we're going to make up and make believe Trump had everything to do with. Listen, I'm running out of time, so I'm just going to kind of tease this for tomorrow. And forgive me, if I had more time, I would do it. But the show is cut for an hour radio. We're on radio across the country now, so I have to be delicate with the timelines here. But I just want to tease this for tomorrow, because here's how we're going to open the show tomorrow. So well, I just laid out what happened. We now know Hillary invented the collusion hoax. Obama knew. The Russians knew. And it was a distraction from her email scandal. Wow, seems kind of huge. I just laid out for you how I would do it, which is conveniently exactly how Obama would fake a collusion hoax too. I laid out one, two, three, four, five steps, which worked beautifully because the media ate it right up. But now I want to move to part three and we'll cover this tomorrow. I'll just tease it a little bit today because it's important. How would you cover your tracks 
when you amazingly lost the election to Donald Trump, which nobody saw coming. The Obama team thought they would do this and get away with it because Hillary Clinton would be president. It's no more difficult than that to understand. How can they do this? Because they thought they'd get away with it. That's how. Donald Trump got elected. They didn't know what to do. So step three is how the hell do you cover your tracks? Ladies and gentlemen, wouldn't it be really weird if Barack Obama's presidential policy directive about cybersecurity hacks of the DNC, which was launched on the same day Brennan tells him about the collusion hoax? Wouldn't it be really weird if the FBI agent in charge of that went later to work for BuzzFeed to try to verify the dossier? Oh, that's only a whole chapter in my book, Follow the Money, out on Tuesday, which I wrote almost a year ago because I've been on to this guy from the start. Oh, look at Paul coming to the rescue. There it is. Please pick it up. But wouldn't it be weird? Let me show you this screenshot of FTI Consulting where this FBI agent by the name of Ferrante, ah, I got a whole thing on him tomorrow. Put that up for a second. Let's see what he did. Prior to joining FTI Consulting, Mr. Ferrante served as the Director of Cyber Incident Response at the National Security Council at the White House. What else did he do? He led the development and implementation of Presidential Policy Directive 41? Whoa! Whoa! Whoa, he did? You mean the Presidential Policy Directive that magically appeared the same day Obama found out about the collusion hoax and jumped in? Wait till I tell you what Ferrante, Ferrante went on to do later after leaving the FBI after the election and after the firing of Jim Comey. You're going to be like, this can't possibly be real. Now you'll see why I wrote a whole chapter on my book because Ferrante has managed to escape scrutiny. Shockingly. Unfortunately, we'll have to get to that tomorrow. But you're not going to want to miss this segment, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to explain to you too why John Brennan's Washington Post op-ed from a few weeks ago, which I covered extensively on the show, Hat Tip 279er, by the way, why John Brennan mentioned a very specific date in his op-ed. It's not July 26th. Brennan typically talks in code. Why was he so specific? I'll get to that tomorrow. All right, folks, sorry about that. But again, we got to cut it for radio. I appreciate it. I hope you enjoyed the show today. Remember, Trump won the debate, hands down. Wasn't perfect, but it was definitely a win. Don't fall for the media hype. Don't fall for this white supremacist crap. It's all garbage. Don't fall in the trap, please. I'm, I'm As a friend, I'm begging you. This is all garbage. Uh, please subscribe to my show, rumble.com slash Bongino. That is the video version of the program. We're like YouTube, but much better because we actually support free speech. Check that out. Go to Apple Podcasts as well. Subscribe there and check out the show, Bongino.com. We really appreciate it. See you all tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.